Ladies and gentlemen, I've got something to fucking say. No, I don't have nothing to say. I just have somebody to talk about today. And I think that person should be Stephen motherfucking Cantu. First recording, y'all heard me cry over the motherfucker. You heard me say that his wife and they loved each other and whatnot. And that's absolutely true. To, uh, to this day, I, I, uh, Irma, Irma went through, uh, breast cancer, man. And, uh, Stephen was broken up. He, uh, was so broken up that he left his family to come to my house and drink beer. <laughs> you know. That's just the shit Steven would do. But the whole time, I have to give Steve some props on that, uh, on this. He was worried about his wife. He was worried about his, you know, high school sweetheart. They met each other in, uh, in high school, you know, in Ackerley, Texas. Don't ask me where that's at. I think it's like Big Spring and La Mesa in between that or something like that. Steven would always tell me that, man, the, the gymnasium was full every time I hit the court when I was in high school. Yeah, bullshit, Steve. We already know this bullshit. Because ain't nobody in their right goddamn mind gonna go see somebody that looks like motherfucking goddamn uh, Experiment 626. Thank you, Trent, for that joke. That was probably the greatest joke to ever come out of... Uh, somebody's mouth because Steve did look like experiment 66 look it up people the thing that I need to talk to y'all guys about Stephen Kent too is just just who he was man Stephen oh man he's just he was he was he was rare I keep saying that about Steve that he's rare 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 what Steve was, man. Like, Rare and Stephen Cantu, like, went together. Like, motherfucking Frosted Flakes and motherfucking goddamn banana fucking uh, slices. If you're white and rich. If you're Mexican, it's just goddamn them Frosted Flakes that come in the bag and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I fucking grew up. If you're putting fucking goddamn banana slices in your motherfucking cereal. Nigga, you, you motherfuckers are doing too goddamn much. Y'all need to slow the fuck down. Like, that's on, that's on, like, on the real. Like, for real. You're doing too goddamn much. <laughs> I don't hate on y'all, though. But why the fuck would you, man, why would y'all fucking fuck up Frosted Flakes, man? They're fucking badass alone. You know? Steven would fucking agree with that shit. He'd probably call y'all fucking dumbasses or something. something. He'd probably, like, see whoever's doing it and just fucking, like, hit him with the lowest blow that he'd think of. That's who Steven was, man. Like, he would fucking, like, attack my, the death of my mom sometimes, you know? I would be like, whoa! And we were on fucking goddamn uh, the job site. And I'm like, whoa, what the I didn't know whether to fire him or fucking give him high five. Because, I mean, 
Oh, man. I don't know. That's just the extreme it was. I remember uh, <laughs> it was a huge job. Like, I'm talking a $30,000 job, ladies and gentlemen. And I told, I had a talk with the guys. And I said, man, guys, this is a huge job. This is a major fucking goddamn client. Please be on y'all's fucking best behavior. After lunch, I walk around, and guess what Stephen Cantu is doing? He is fucking drunk, passed out in a motherfucking hole. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking, he is, if you know anything about foundation repair, they dig a hole underneath the fucking foundation. He, his feet are in the goddamn hole, sitting down, and he is straight back. Like, he just fell back, like saying, fuck it, Jesus, take the wheel. Fell back. Passed out. Not only is my client staring right at him, but my client's clients are staring at him. I grabbed Steven. I, no, I didn't grab him. I told, I think at the time it was Monte or, oh, I can't remember. I, I, I know Monte was there. And <laughs> no, my, man, shit, man. I ain't about that. Like, you know, Monte. Man, I loved all y'all guys, dude. I love you, dude. Y'all are my fucking boys. Anyway, I think Monte and somebody else I had to fucking drag him to my truck. I chewed his fucking ass off from the location to the motherfucking office. I told him, you stay your ass right here. I'll be back in an hour. What does Stephen Cantu do? He says, there's a stripe right down the road, and I have enough for a fucking Ford Loco. So, yeah, he walks to fucking Stripes, gets some of four loco. I see it on my camera because I have it on my phone at the time. Stephen Cantu is in my shop after almost being fired for being drunk on location. In my shop, drinking a motherfucking four loco like he doesn't give a fuck that the camera's right on his ass. I think... That that kind of behavior, in my eyes, I think, and I'm going to get a lot of kickback. Did it? I, I did. I fucking applauded the fucking behavior. The not giving a shit to that fucking magnitude that Steve had. Not giving a fuck. Has to be applauded. It has to be. Am I wrong? Or am I right? Somebody, please. I mean, we can't tell Steve anything. I mean, he's already, you know, we lost a, a rare soul, you know, a couple of months ago. <laughs> I couldn't help. I mean, because my, my secretary, Crystal, called me. She was, she was like, <laughs> she was scared. <laughs> to be honest with you, like there's a drunk guy there, and and Steve, I mean, listen, I'm I'm fixing to get into a story, and Irma, please, I beg you, just don't listen to it. Steve was a good guy. I'm gonna say nothing but good things, but the story that I'm gonna tell is not in the greatest light, if you will. So please, I'm gonna I'm warning you. So don't be mad at me if you decide to stay, which I know. Knowing Irma can too. 
you're going to stay and listen to this. So I'm, I'm just warning. Anyway, uh, she, she was because Stephen kept on going in the office and trying to mack on Crystal, which was my secretary at the time. She calls me. She goes, Robert, you have a drunk guy in <laughs> in the shop. And he and he's like having a hard time standing up. Yeah, I mean, because he drank like four fucking four locos that day. I mean, shit, boy. Anyway, I went over there. I was pissed just because of the fact that I felt he was taking advantage of our friendship. You know, if it was anything else, I, you know, if it was anybody else, I probably would have fired the motherfucker. You know, I, I would have fucking kicked him off the job site and fucking fired him. I mean, I've done it before. You know? Not Steven, though, man. I mean, Steven was a working motherfucker. And, hey, to be honest with you, hey, I love the guy. I, I And you can ask all the people. I, I treated him speci- special. I and mean, he got away with a lot. Only because he told me the goddamn truth. And to find somebody that that would tell you the fucking absolute truth these days is fucking unheard of. And I had that in Steven. And he would tell me the goddamn fucking truth. And that's why I treated him special. So, I just opened up Dos Equis. Cheers, everybody. The story. (laughs) I'm I'm warning you again. Okay, so anyway, I'm fixing to tell the story, Irma. He loved you, by the way, like more than you could even comprehend, more than you could even wrap your head and brain around. That's how much Stephen loved you. Anyway, here we go. I'm gonna tell the story. Stephen Cantu, um, when I got single, he saw how much fun I was having. This is my own opinion, and that's it. As to what Stephen was thinking. He saw how much fun I was having, how much beer I was drinking. You know, I was starting to show up late to work because I was having so much fun. Being single in Lubbock, Texas, with the notoriety that I had. Listen to my voice, people. I had commercials on uh, on the radio. You, woman, yeah, I'm talking to you, want to get to know me just because of my voice. Am I correct? Exactly. So, when I say, <laughs> when I became single, I had fun is an understatement. I had more than fun. I had a lot more than fun. I will give you an example of how much fun I had. I was taping a live show at KOBK. And a couple of anchor women saw and they found out that I was single. And they were making sure I was fine at the station. And when I left, they made sure to come back to my place and make sure I was fine fine so yes I did have a threesome with KOBK fucking news 
women. Slobber, Texas, they were good looking. And, hey, I was fine, fine after that. They did their job. And I appreciate y'all for that. <laughs> anyway, Stephen uh, saw how much fun I was having. And I would speculate when he would call me and say, Robert, I'm, me and Irma got in a fight again, man. You're going to have to come get me. I said, again, Stephen, what the fuck, man? Because this was like the third fucking fight in like as many months, like, you know, or a couple of weeks and shit. Like he was starting fights just to fight, so he'd come stay with me. Anyway, I would talk to him and tell him, Steve, you have to give your wife money from this paycheck. Because or I think Irma had called me or I don't know. Stephen wasn't giving her any money. <laughs> and I said, Steve, you got to stay away from the fucking massage parlors, man. And this paycheck. <laughs> I told him, you know, this is a paycheck coming up. It was Thursday. I told him we got paid on Friday. I said, Steve, after work, man, I'm going to be here and picking your ass up. We're going to cash your fucking check. And we're we're hauling that bitch over to fucking goddamn uh, Irma. You're going to give her some money. Well, these motherfuckers <laughs> tricking me as they always did. They got off early. I get back to the office and Steve is nowhere to be found. And his check is nowhere to be found. I mean, I went, I knew where he was at. Or at, at least I know where his first stop was. After cashing his check. Because there's a check cashing place right down the road. And love it. It's a, It was on Avenue J. My office. This son of a bitch. Went and got his check cashed. Went to Stripes. Got him a four loco. <laughs> the gold one. I could still smell the smell of four loco. To this day. It, you know, if you're drinking four logos, put the motherfucker down because just like that fucking mesh commercial where the fucking lawyers are saying, if you got a fucking some mesh, blah, 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 come to us and we'll, it's going to be the same goddamn thing with four, four logos. If you consume four logos, you know, come to us because we get you some money. You're fixing to die, motherfucker. Like, because you just in, ingested fucking straight up. Poisonous alcohol or some shit. I don't know. I I drink four locos, by the way, to commemorate Steve's uh, memory. I drink half and I'm fucking on the floor. No bullshit. It's for Steven, though. Anyway, <laughs> so I give up. I look all over the fucking neighborhood for him. I just give up. I go to my apartment. And I'm fucking pissed. I'm pissed. I just like half burped and shit. Sorry about that. I'm drinking a beer. Sitting home. Pissed. I get a phone call. It's Steve. Steven as I called him. He goes man what the fuck are you doing? He's crapping me out. Man why are you leave me fucking walking man? I told you. Uh, yeah okay. Fuck, fuck you Steve. Where the fuck is your money? I got a little bit left. 
I said, how much, Steve? Because these guys, they, they brought home, yeah, about 800, 900 bucks, something like that, every two weeks. He goes, I, I, like 200? I was like, Stephen fucking kid, what the fuck did you do with the, man, I'm on, I, I came out to eat, man. I went and bought beer, a beer, and, and, and I came to Jalisco's to eat. Guess what's across the street from Jalisco's? A motherfucking goddamn massage parlor. I said, Steve, you stay right the fuck there. And I fucking hauled ass to 50th Street to Jalisco's. <laughs> I called Steve. I said, I'm here, cocksucker. He walks out of fucking Jalisco's. Drunk as a goddamn skunk. And I'm fucking even more pissed because he got drunk without me. You know, he's supposed to buy me a beard. I mean, what the fuck? Like this son of a bitch, his hair is fucked up. <laughs> and he looks at me like, oh shit. Like he gives me that look like, oh fuck, Robert's gonna chew my ass up. He gets in my truck and he gets it. He his, everybody knows like that, that little smile that he gives and he rubs his hands together. And I said, where the fuck did your check go? God damn it. And he rubs his hands together again and gives that smile. And he looks at me. He goes, China star. <laughs> and from this day on, that fucking massage parlor to this day is known as China star. I, uh. And, hey, listen, y'all know what happened that day. Steve was happy. And, uh, and for me to, like, me and Steve, uh, talk, talked a lot about life. When, uh, you know, I tell that story only to, you know, make y'all laugh. Steve was about laughter, man. Even though he had dark, 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 dark fucking demons within himself. I appreciated his honesty. And and the ability to laugh, you know. After he told me what was you know, what his issues were, man, I was like, wow, how the fuck are you can you laugh and joke, you know? That's why in the post I said, man, your soul can rest now because his soul was just battling demons. And uh, I'm going to keep on reiterating this when it comes to Stephen, man. He loved his fucking wife, Irma. He fucking loved him. He did. probably calling me a pussy right now because I'm about to cry and uh, you know I'll cry every fucking time I talk about Steven that's how much he uh, meant to me he meant a lot to me man uh, Steven Cantu was, was my buddy for him to be there for me when I needed somebody 
Stephen Cantu was the perfect person for me at that time because he wouldn't let me feel sorry for myself. He reminded me how good I had it. And he, like, showed me, like, he brought me into his fucking, like, family, man. He brought me in and introduced me his kids, his wife, his world. Stephen was lucky. Stephen was fucking lucky, man. I, just, I tried to, like, like, drill it into his head of how lucky of a man he was. Mainly because he, he like, had an amazing wife, you know, that loved him. Even though she was mad at Stephen for leaving, <laughs> we called in an argument and shit so he could come live with me and we could fucking party. And I'm sorry for that, Irma. You know, I just thought he was a grown man. He'd do whatever the fuck, you know. And uh, I fed into that, so I'm sorry. But uh, she would check, like, you would check on him, Irma. And, like, you were really fucking worried about the guy. Uh, I swear to you, I, I was going to take care of him. That was always the case. I always took care of him. That was my buddy. I was never going to let Stephen know. Do anything to hurt himself. Because he always watched over me. When I got out of control, he would fucking stop me. When I saw that Stephen was going off the rails a little bit, I would stop him. We respected each other. Stephen was my best friend, man. I never... I've never known somebody like that. Somebody to just fucking tell you the truth. You know? That's where I... Today, I say I'm real. I'm the realest motherfucker to ever walk the planet. You know? Nah, I'm not. Stephen Cantu was. That son of a bitch will tell you the goddamn truth. It would hurt your fucking feelings. But God damn it, you knew the truth about yourself, you know? <laughs> he left me fucking flabbergasted many of fucking times over. But I couldn't help but fucking appreciate who Stephen was, man. You gotta appreciate that, you know? Especially these days when it's rare to be, you know, find somebody who's honest bunch of fake motherfuckers, y'all are a bunch of fake motherfuckers out there, you know, I told y'all I was gonna call y'all fake, be real, goddamn, just be real and honest, don't be fucking posting fucking fake ass, ooh, I'm happy fucking pictures of you and your husband when goddamn two seconds ago y'all were fucking telling me how, how, how much y'all hate each other, man, can we be fucking real for once in this fucking world, good God almighty, I think Jesus would appreciate us more as a human society. And I think he would give us, like, prolong the end of the world. If y'all stupid motherfuckers would just be fucking real for once. Be honest with each other. If y'all hate each other, tell me. Look, this is my husband. I hate the motherfucker right now. It's therapy. I'm... You know, the real shit that I post on fucking Facebook is shit that I needed to get out. I didn't give a fuck if y'all were going to bitch at me. I didn't, you know, I knew my aunt was going to, you know, honey, 
please. Maybe a different route next time. <laughs> Again, I love you, Anon. I appreciate you, Anon. You don't know how much I do. You know? So, man, learn a fucking lesson, if anything, from this story that I just told you about an amazing motherfucker that was rare. I would tell you your fucking hair's fucked up. You know, or tell you, yes, you do look fat in that fucking dress, you fat ass. I've heard him say that. And that is no bullshit. I sat there and I was like, whoa, did he really just fucking say that? The answer was goddamn right. He just did. <laughs> and I said, Steve, man, what the man? Are you serious? She asked me that's hey. Ask Stephen a question, you'll get the answer that you do not want to hear. No matter if you're good looking or not. Oh, no, nah, I'm not going to tell that story. I'm going to leave that in the memory banks because uh, this this girl means uh, she's a good friend of mine. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there's a famous name out there because of Stephen and uh, she loves Stephen. Still does. And she she was one of the few that reached out to me when my buddy died. And uh, and I appreciate that. I love the girl. She's awesome. Um, that being said, uh, I, you know, I kind of took this fucking, I don't even, I still, like I've, I've been, I'm, I'm up all night long. I've been uh, sober off of meth. Fuck, I don't even know, man. Maybe a week, you know. But I've been up all night long. It's five forty-two, I think. Yeah, five forty-two is what the motel room says. My father, which I appreciate, and I think I'm going to talk about him next episode of where the circle jerk that we have. I don't even know what the fuck I'm calling this shit. All I know is I need to find a different fucking name because Robert Daniels in, is in his fields. I mean, that's just a fucking given just by the fucking goddamn Facebook post and all that shit. I mean, that hot chick, you know who you are if you're listening to this. Great fucking idea. Because as you can tell, I have a lot to fucking say. And I think my neighbors are like knocking on the door. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> Like, shut the fuck up. God damn it, I'm trying to sleep. It's fucking 5.43 in the morning now. And I'm sitting here talking to y'all guys. Which I don't give a fuck. Anyway. Guys, I love y'all. I'm in Ozona, Texas. Kind of trying to figure out what the fuck I want to need. Yeah, trying to figure out what the fuck I need to do. To get the fuck out of this goddamn black hole that I've created for myself. Nobody's fault but myself. <laughs> um, hey, life happens. It's the way you fucking handle the situations that make you or break you. I've come back from stumbles before. But not like this. Not as major as this. Vanessa really got the best of me. 
not her fault. I'll let it happen. And I promise you again, it will never happen again. That goes for uh, falling in love again. Listen, I'm going to get into that on the next episode of Robert Daniels is in his fields. What a fucking stupid fucking name. I'm going to change that, man. I, I think it's going to be like Robert Daniels a douchebag or some shit like that. <laughs> Anyways, guys, hey, love y'all. And I do mean it like my good friend, Corrine, Corinne, says, love y'all mean it. Kind of annoying, but hey, Corinne's awesome. Love her. And I mean it.